0: about to hear a life-changing message preached at the Quadesh Family Church in Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In Philippians 2 verse 4 it says, Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Others need Christ. This is the message that must be on our minds. In this Sunday's message, Reverend Lindsay preaches a powerful message on others. He goes over the four things we must remember about others, including others need Christ, they need a shepherd, they must hear the good news, and others have issues. So let us listen into this anointed word and go beyond thinking of just ourselves and truly think of others. Be blessed.
1: greater Lord Lord all our days we give to thee oh oh. to love you more is the great command Lord we want to love you Lord we want to love you we want to love you Lord show me how to show me how to love you don't want to serve without ever loving you, I'm getting closer to you, and I will keep loving you until the end, one day I'll be called a friend of God, so take our lives and live. Let it be Lord, to Thee, all our days we get to Thee, to love You Lord, it's a great command, Lord we want to love You, Lord we want to love You, do you want to love the Lord, hallelujah, oh Lord show us how to love You, Oh, 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 oh. Mm-hmm. We don't want to serve without ever loving you. Whoa, oh, oh, Lord, oh. oh, oh, oh. show us how to love you oh, 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 oh. more. Mm-hmm. We don't want to serve.
2: Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Man. We don't want to serve. How can we serve without loving you? Hallelujah. Amen. So we are here. Hallelujah. You are welcome again. Give a round of applause to God. Amen. We are in the house of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, I heard something this morning in Acts 3. eight. Hey, hey. Hallelujah. Hey. It says, look, it was talking about the lame man. He entered into the house. They say he entered into the temple of God. He was leaping. Amen. Are we leaping? They say he was walking. He was leaping. He was praising God. We already praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So with excitement, he was entering into the temple. Are we excited to be in the temple this morning? Amen. Right. Hallelujah. We are excited. Our hearts should be filled with joy to be here for what we're about to receive. The word of God. Amen. It's coming my way. I am going to receive it. Hallelujah. And I hope that you're going to receive it. So I want you to rise to your feet and give God a round of applause. Amen. Hallelujah. Give God a round, rise to your feet, and let us welcome our very own Reverend Kojo Orleans. Orleans Lindsay. Hallelujah.
3: Come on. Come on. Come on. What's the first thing you do? Shake yourself from the Shake yourself. Just someone. Right, shake yourself.
1: Just to shake yourself from the your slumber. Oh. Shake the come on, come on. From dust. Rise and Why, on. you haven't seen oh, a pastor God dressed nicely like this before? Come on. What is the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning? What's the first thing that I do? And what is the last thing? and i
2: worship
3: i worship your majesty oh. I look for my Bible hallelujah put your hands together for Lord Lord jesus to heavenly father we make this song our confession that you will be first in our lives every day not some days that when we wake up the first thing is to find a quiet place between you And me, you and us. That nobody comes first. Three is a crowd. Like Jesus, who went to a solitary place every day and there he prayed. May this be our lifestyle. May we have a quiet moment with you, a moment of discussion and planning for the day, a moment of casting all our cares upon you because you care for us. A moment of responding to the call. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. A moment of promises and surrender to you. Your word says, I will, your, my voice shall die here in the morning. My prayer will come to you early, and I will look up. We look unto the hills from whence come our help. Our help comes from the Lord who is the maker of heaven and earth. Thank you. That is not just a song, but it's an action item of faith. And we will do it. And that will be the last thing. To say thank you. This day went past and I'm here again. And when you give us rest to wake up the following morning, may this cycle not be broken. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence. For your power, for your anointing. Touch every heart here. Touch every word that is spoken and uttered here. May your name be glorified, O Father. I pray, let every burden be lifted in the name of Jesus Christ. Let every sickness be healed. Grant direction, wisdom, grant deliverance, answers to life's questions right here. And I pray at the end of the day, That you will transform us from inside out. And everybody that encounters us will say, this is like Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your help. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. And all the saints shall say, Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus. Shake three people, give three people a smile or a hug. Hallelujah. And you may please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Tell somebody
4: I'm happy to see you. And tell the person, I hope you're happy to see me too. Amen. Beautiful. Joyce. I hope you're happy to see me.
3: Okay, good. That was very emphatic. Thank you.
4: Yeah, it's mutual. That's why you're next, sitting next by me. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Well. Today, I want to, we've been sharing about the
3: beautiful home, you know, that God has given you. When you are, you know, with technology, as technology is increasing, very soon, your home, many people sitting in homes with a lot of technology, but very little utilization. Because many people will not know how to use what they have. Like I told you about the Maximize. Sunday usage is like the maximized phone usage. You know, That people have been calling me about how to measure and I've been telling them how to measure. I didn't know they take everything seriously like that. People have been calling me, hear, Pastor, you remember you told us about what to, how to measure things with a phone? I've been sharing it, you know. I've, I've, I think that there's another one. For those who call me, there's another one which is even more accurate. So I tell them, you go there and all that. Now, the same way that I said, you are minimizing your phone. You have to maximize your phone and you're calling me. I believe that when I talked about maximize Sunday usage. Nobody has called me to ask me how do I maximize my Sunday usage. So <laughs> I'm beginning to be confused. Did you get the message? You thought it was about the phone? I hope iPhone has not taken over the message. You know, that's just the fact that you read the Bible in your iPhone. When I talk about it, please take what comes from the iPhone, not the iPhone. Hallelujah. All right, so please, I will expect some more calls, like what Spencer did, you know, making a change. This week, I was supposed to be called, also on call. I told him, no, I
4: can't do it. So I'm here. I came last night. He said, oh, give the break. So my new negotiation is no. Somebody
3: is going to take over. It's a decision. You know, every time that you get something from the
4: Bible, it's decision time. This is, let me show you something. James chapter
3: 1, verse number 22. Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Now, verse then If anyone is a... In fact, there is something, a naughtiness and superfluity of naughtiness. Verse 20. I, want, I like that naughtiness part. Which one? Where is the naughtiness? 21. Aha, uh-huh, and receive it. Good. Therefore, lay aside all the filthiness and overflow of wickedness. Uh Wherefore, lay aside the filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. Do you know naughtiness? I'm going to do it. That's naughtiness. Naughtiness is associated with children. Anytime your reaction to the word of God is, what's this thing? What's the big deal? Why you? You are naughty. Not only are you naughty, you are a child. That's what God is saying, because naughtiness is associated with children. So try, you know, one of these is, I'm going to tell you how to benefit from the Bible, benefit from the Word of God. One is obedience, an immediate obedience. Don't be naughty. Most children, most things you were naughty about when you were a child, when you grew up, you regretted it. Still, some of my cousins regret not taking my father's advice, because some of us who took the advice we have done well. My father advised us about education. He himself didn't finish high school because of some sickness, but he always was there. Many people didn't take it. Naughtiness. Sounds school is not for me. Oh, this is not for me. But they regret it. It's called superfluity of naughtiness, overflow of naughtiness. It gives an impression of childishness and disobedience
4: with an attitude of confidence, confident disobedience in a child and bible says
3: rather receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul save your thinking save your emotions saves you to save you means to deliver you from a destructive um, problem you know yeah something that would have to save you from it so that's how to receive the word of god and it goes on let me explain to you how to do it but rather be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self, New King James. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man, New King James,
4: who is looking at his natural face in a mirror. Do you know something? Listen to this, I'm going to tell you very carefully. Your eyes are not meant to see you. But they're meant to see others. And I'm going to explain to you. But the mirror is meant to see you.
3: Anytime a mirror is being made to see others, they're spying on you.
4: Yeah. The mirror is supposed to see you. Hallelujah. Now, when you look in the mirror,
3: believe what you see. Because usually you believe what your eyes tell you about others. So believe what your eyes tell you. When the mirror tells you. Mirror, mirror, who is the most, you remember that song? Right. I mean, that story, fairy
4: tale. Who is the prettiest? Who is the most beautiful? What's the story called? Snow White. Good. He is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. Keep going. Verse 24.
3: For he observes himself and goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. Next but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty that's the word and continues in it not being a forgetful hearer but a doer of that work the word of god comes to work on us so don't see it just as the word let the word work that is when it will benefit you but seeing not just the word but being a doer of the work that the word is supposed to do Change the D and put the K, whenever the word comes. This one, this person will be blessed in everything he does. I'll say it again. If anyone, if he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues or decided to pursue it, not being a forgetful hearer, but becoming a doer of the work that the word was supposed to come and do, that is converting the Word to the work. Allowing the Word to work. This, kind, this person will be blessed in what he does.
4: Receive that blessing in Jesus' name.
3: Receive that blessing in Jesus' name. And so that's the difference between those who benefit from the Word and those who don't. You see... When Brother Spencer decided, I'm going to maximize my Sunday, I'm, not go- I'm going to change my work, and then with, without a job, immediately the Word started working, and he's gotten a better job. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yeah. And that's the truth, that when you apply the Word, the Word begins to work on your life. Hallelujah. So that maximize Sunday usage is a very important thing. And uh, last week we talked about how we must also the principle of the smaller subdivisions and the fact that you need to join a subdivision of the church. Join the ushers. Join the technical team. Join the cleaners or the the vine dressers. Join the children's church. Some people they join and then they just leave. Join the choir.
4: Join the ashes. Join the welcoming team. Yeah. Join the
3: comedian stars. Join the dancing stars. Join the film stars. Today you'll see some newer dancing stars. We're going to release new dancing stars. Watch it. Clap for the Lord Jesus. You see? And the Bible says that when you do, you join the subdivision and it brings you many many benefits. We talked about the fact that it gives you connection, right? makes you connected jesus christ says i am the vine you are the branches and my father is the vine dresser who's at work on you so in other words when you connect and you join a subdivision of of christ whether it's a basenta a basonta a small group you are actually connecting let me tell you look at everybody that's in the church watch the difference the lord said you'll see the difference and he said the difference is in malachi chapter 3 verse 17 you will return and you will know the difference between those, the wicked and the righteous, between those who serve God and those who don't serve God. There's a difference, always a difference. I've been a pastor for many years. I've been a Christian for so many years, serving the Lord and working in His church. Yeah. said that then you will again descend between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who don't serve God. So connect yourself into a subdivision. Ask, your, ask somebody, which subdivision do you belong as a person?
4: Oh, please, ask. Ask. Ask the next person. Yeah. And ask the second question. Do you just join or you
3: are active in it? OK. Don't get an answer. They will answer for themselves. Just add, there will be a difference between those who serve and those who don't serve. God says, it's just a matter of time. When you return, you will see. Just give it time. Hallelujah. So everybody join something. And last week, everybody chose a group. And I'm going to list everything here. You will see. If your name is not there, just let me know at a point. I will put it there, and then you will see. So it gives you connection. You relate with people. You become friends. The Bible says that the Lord, and then number two, it gives you support. Is that not support? Supporter. Bible says the Lord, Psalm 68 verse 6, the Lord put the solitary into families. All right? So when you are in a little group, you see the church should be big enough to contain everybody, small enough to focus on you. Yeah. I may not necessarily know the detail, but your, that's sometimes separate. your choir director will know you, will know the issues that relate to you. And that is how it's supposed to be, support, to support you oh wait i'm having my baby dedication here oh i'm having graduation Oh, it's my birthday you know oh i need a car oh and support the bible says the early church they supported each other bible says that and then we also learned that to give you visibility you'll be seen you'll be known many people you don't know is because they don't belong anywhere it's a high by type of christian it shouldn't be so get known by a shepherd get known by somebody get Belong somewhere and be active. Visibility. What else was the other thing? Visibility and what? Identity. You get an identity. Oh, I belong to this. I belong to that. We call it a church, a worship service. You come to worship God and to serve. Jesus Christ answered to the devil that defeated the devil, which is how you will defeat the devil. When the devil said, The glories of the earth, I'll give it to you if you bow. He says, thou shalt serve the Lord thy God and worship the Lord thy God and him alone shalt thou serve. Yeah. He said, I know my identity. I'm a servant of God. I'm a worshiper of God. I will not be confused to worship you. That's what Jesus said. In other words, the devil is afraid of those who serve God and worship God. Yeah. The Bible says that I will spare them. Malachi chapter 3. I will spare them. As a father spares a son who serves him. So many people, you don't know that the service that you have to God is, is actually the reason why you are delivered. I had a dream that kept me going through a lot. I had a dream. I had nightmares, you know, this all through my life. So I got to college. When I got to college, I got born and joined Lighthouse Chapel. Nightmares. Sometimes in the nightmare, I am actually know that I'm about to die. as will follow me. And when I joined this church, and I was fooling around, nothing. But then when I joined a subdivision of the church, I had a dream. And in the dream, the angels were coming up and down on a ladder that connected to heaven. And then this time, I was in the midst of these angels who were surrounding me, moving up and down. Yeah. And then suddenly, the dwarves appeared. They had never appeared. At a time that angels were around me but this time when they came the angels were around this time i was connected to heaven wow. i was connected by a ladder i was working on some ladders with some angels yeah because bible says it's not by mind nor by power but by my spirit saith the lord of hosts anything you are doing whether it's the choir or welcoming people or in the children's church or carrying things or cleaning the church or dancing or whatever that the greatest thing the devil wants to do is to disconnect you from that so that you will you will lose your legitimacy it's like when you resign from a job suddenly your access is taken away i was surprised but you know there was a certain material that i used to study where i used to work very soon when i went to another job i tried to go there to study they said my privileges are taken away yeah
4: there was certain it's gone Connection brings privileges, visibility, support, protection, identity. Yeah. The police people that you
3: see, when they retire, you, they stop you, you stop. When they grab their uniform, they stop you, you stop. But when they resign and they don't have it, they stop you, you can even knock them down. Yeah. They have resigned. And identity is important. And I think the the angels gave me an identity, my connection with the church. This time when the demons and the dwarfs came, a lot of them, hundreds with different colors, and they tried to run me down again. But this time I was connected. Look, once I ran and I was about to get tired, then suddenly the angel's situation came and the connection to heaven came and my foot just touched the stairs. Oh, it was like an engine had been put in me. I just sped past everybody, ran woo, up the ladder, pushed by the angels, carried by the angels. When I went, there was this great, tall, big man in white cloth, gray bearded, gray haired, smile, just gave me a big hug. Can I
4: give you a hug? Give me a big hug like this. Look, I felt so loved. the way i feel now yeah so when i said can i give he smiled yes beautiful that's how i felt and suddenly the voice of the one who
3: hacked me said look back all the demons were in flames flames that was the last time i had a nightmare ladies and gentlemen i enjoy my sleep clap for the lord jesus I had nice dreams about people, nice people like you. Some of you have dreams about you, good dreams. And even the bad ones are supposed to help you. God
4: reveals, to redeem. And the Lord told me it's because of your connection to my house, visibility. It brings you obedience
3: and willingness also when you connect. Usually, we'll be obedient to the things of God. So winning, you wouldn't have done. When you join a small group, you start obeying start teaching you and into it you see you obey the word you obey quiet time obedience and willingly because now you're encouraged you've come directly in contact with people like-minded obedient christians who are not far but you can see them actively you can learn from their lives bible says if you'll be willing and obedient you will eat the good of the land clap for the lord jesus so join the subdivisions so that's the kind of thing that we've been sharing and I think it's been a blessing. Now today, I'm going to... So in summary, let me just read something about the house of God and the blessing that is there. You want to hear Message Bible, chapter, Psalm 784 from verse 1. Let me just read it to you. It's such a beautiful psalm. Psalm 84 from verse 1 to 11. Listen carefully about your blessing in the house of God. Watch this. What a beautiful home that God of the angels' armies has made for us i've always longed to live in a place like this talking about the house of god always dreamed of a room in your house i've always dreamed how many ones had, you know recently my son called me and said look daddy i want to build a house i said hey do you have money I said yeah i'm going to start a little at the time Say, i saved hundred dollars or something how much have you saved i've saved hundred dollars
5: wow.
3: I wanted to laugh but i felt if i laugh i'll discourage him so i said that's powerful you know when you can no not know what so last week i taught you if you don't know what to say say thou knowest or powerful so i said powerful then he was bold to say daddy do you have any land that i can borrow <laughs> i'll start with a hundred dollars and i'll block by block when i finish the house later on i'll pay you the land hey Sean, can you imagine a little
4: boy? you know who was asking? You kind of know, right? Who? I wouldn't tell you. Lydia, which one? Mommy, which of your brothers do you think would be asking such a question? Okay, whatever you think. I didn't say anything. I said, okay. I said something I will not tell you. I thought it was powerful, very powerful. You get the point.
3: Now, it is because he's realized that his father may have some land. His father may have a home. It's also a subtle way of saying, hey,
4: I think that whatever you did, I want to start doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And asking me all kinds of ways what to do as a
3: student, starting early. Now, that's the, what the Lord is telling us, that there are things in the house of God that you need to benefit from there are things psalm 65 verse 4 the bible says that blessed is the man whom thou choosest and cause to approach unto you that we may enjoy the courts of the lord benefit from the court of the lord Said, so you shall enjoy you see the benefits of the court of the lord blessed is the man whom he chooses if god has chosen you here you are supposed to enjoy the benefits of his courts yeah is a man whom the Lord Jesus causes to approach unto thee, that he may dwell, dwell, make your home. Dwell means make your home. Give you a home in his house. Give you a room in his house. And he will satisfy you with the goodness of his house, even of his holy temple. How many know there's satisfaction in the house of God? God wants you to satisfy. And let me read to you Psalm 84, from verse 1, about his house and the beauties. Okay, Psalm 84 again, from verse 1 message bible what a beautiful home somebody say what a beautiful home <laughs> look around just look around you look at javis beautiful man look at andrew look at rosemary look at Rashad and to elmina yes last week she nearly got a beloved zhang one what a beautiful home the god of the angels armies i've always longed to live in a place like this always dreamed of a room in your
4: house where I could sing for joy to God while I'm alive or the living God. Yeah. Do you long for it? Now keep going. Let's keep reading.
3: Birds even find nooks and crannies in your house, sparrows and swallows
4: make their nest there. Yeah. Have you heard about the church mouse? Even mice, they find place in the church.
3: They lay their eggs and they raised their young. I raised my young in the church. Look, those of you raising your children in the church, they will become beautiful. The Lord says, I myself will teach your children and great will be their peace. When your children come and tell you nonsense about the church, it's a child's mind that is speaking. Don't take it too seriously. Yeah. The same way that they came went to steal the meat and they said it's not them. Children are like that. They don't even perceive well. It's just like school. When children come home, teacher has beaten me, and therefore I won't go to school again. Like I told my parents, my parents sent me right back. Yeah. Help your children. Says they lay their eggs and raise their young in the church, singing their songs in the place where we worship. Yeah. Raise your children where there's worship. Yeah, Young people who are not married, who don't have children, think about it. The God of angel armies, King, God, how blessed they are to live and to sing in your house. Someone say, I'm blessed
4: to live here and to sing here.
3: Keep going. Keep going, please. And how blessed all those in whom you live. Now, not only do you live in God's house. Now, God wants to come and live inside of you amen they whose lives become roads you travel god reaches you and visiting you they wind through lonesome valleys come upon brooks discover cool springs and pools of brimming with rain that god traveled those roads curve up the mountain and at the last turn to zion god in full view in other words they are, you know, it's taught to us sometimes. Things happen and you wonder, where is God? But he said that it may go through mountains, curve, come through valleys. At the last end, you'll end up in Zion and see God in full view. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Wow. Keep going. God of the angel armies, listen. Oh, God of Jacob, open your ears. I'm praying. That's where you can pray. Look at our shields glistening in the sun. Our faces shining with your gracious anointing. That's another thing you get in the house of God. The presence of the anointing that breaks the yoke. Today I forgot to pray for my group. Eh? The, uh, the older ones, above 35. I'll pray for you. Hallelujah. Amen. I'll anoint you. Amen. Gracious anointing. Keep going. Verse 9. One day, watch this, 10 to 11. One day spent in your house. This beautiful place of worship beats thousands spent on Greek island beaches. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Have you been to Greek island beaches before? I have. I have. I have gone. I've been to Greece.
4: When I lost my job, I had a vacation planned and I didn't know whether to cancel it because I didn't have a job or to go. I was advised to go, yeah.
3: So by the time I came back, God had given, has given me another job. Amen. I went to Greece and to Italy, Rome and all. Greek islands are the most beautiful, and the houses that are there. And I went to where um, Saul, I mean, um, Paul preached in Athens. He said that one day spent in your house, it, this beautiful place of worship. Beautiful place. Somebody say it's a beautiful place Amen. of worship. It beats thousands of days spent in Greek island beaches. Believe it. What are the island beaches going to give you? But God, He takes care of you. He anoints you. He guides you. He gives you a place for the young ones. All that. And the David said, I would rather scrap the floors in the house of my God than to be honored as a guest in the palace of sin. Mm. For those of you who come to church and just sit down, The Bible says when you come, don't just enjoy the Greek type of beaches, the beauty and the wisdom. Even if it's scrubbing the floor, do it. This is David, the one who built. Do you know that the temple was not really built by Solomon? It was built by David. David was the one who set up everything he wanted to build. He had all the money, all the bamboo, everything his friends had brought. And then God says, your hands are full of blood. Therefore, you won't do it. Let your son do it. So it's called Solomon Temple, but built by David, or sponsored by David. David said, even if I'm not going to build, I'll put the money there. My son will build it. The one who's saying this. He enjoyed the house of God's people. He says, no, let's build something better. He said, I'd rather scrap the floors. A king. That's why I work in the church. That's why today, when your name comes on the list, believe it and join it properly. Diane, say amen. That's why, Diane, one song, one rehearsal is far more than living in your Greek beach type of home. Yeah. I'd rather scrap floors in the, it's even demeaning, it looks like it's demeaning. But you know, the people that clean the church, they are the most hardworking people. It's true. Sometimes when I see professors, I come and I
4: see them, professors, they are cleaning. So beautiful, it's heartwarming. And some of them are very rich. I know. I know the kind of guys they drive, the kind of jobs they have, the kind of whatever they give. And I know that they're not poor. Maybe that's why they are not poor. Because the Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of
3: God, and in due time, He will lift you up. Mm. Oh. Yeah, you see, there will be doctors, CEOs in this church. You will not even know them, but they'll be scrubbing, scrubbing the floor, cleaning, ushering. Welcoming people, singing, dancing. Some of the people that dance, you will not know who they are. You, God says, I would rather scrap the floors in the house of my God than to be honored as a guest in the palace of sin. Like Spencer did. He said, look, I sing in the church. What does he do? Well, his job is to lift up the pulpit back and forth and to bring this. Just, <laughs> that's what he does. And occasionally he gets to sing. But because of that, he gave up a job. Wow. Because he believes that I would rather scrap the floors in the house of the Lord than to be honored as a guest or a manager. The top three people, the boss, the project manager, and him. They are too important to leave you out on a weekend. I said, I'm important. My importance is better in the house of God. Take your importance and let me go and scrap the floors and lift up pulpits without pay. And boom, immediately the Lord gives him a better job. That shall be your story in Jesus' name. Many people don't believe in the presence of God. You are too big for your own good. They ask you to do things. You don't do anything. You you, you,
4: Questions, questions, and you don't do it. Theories, but no action. Shame, H-A-P-P-Y, shame. Theories, no action. The Bible says that
3: blessed are those who, when they see, they do immediately. Those who shall be blessed. Anybody who gives you an opportunity to work in the house of the Lord is honoring you, is promoting you, is giving you an opportunity to be elevated. And let humility meet it. I'd rather scrap the floors in the house of my God than be honored as a guest in the palace of sin. All sunshine and sovereign is God. Generous in gifts and glory. Did you understand that? Say, whatever great thing you can become is from God. He's generous in his gifts and not only gifts, but glory make you shine. He doesn't scrimp with his traveling companions. Do you know what it means, scrimp? Do you know what scrimp means? He's not stingy with those who accompany him in what he's doing. He's not scrimp with those his, his traveling companions. Are you traveling with him? Is he your traveling companion? Is he? You know, when I travel, I try to see the places I go to. So if the, the, um, the conference is three days, I usually take five days, and I look into the city. I didn't know that some of my colleagues had seen it. So anytime I take a flight, they just take the same flight. And one day, I didn't know why they were doing that. And the lady said, travel with revenue. Travel with reverence." And they said, why? Said, he will arrange some tours. <laughs> and when he arranges, you can join it. Some of you go for conferences, but he goes for conference and at all. So usually, because the, my companions, I always tell them, "Come along." The last time I rented an Uber, then my friends said they are coming. I said, "Why on the day?" So ah, then I called the company and said, "Please, can we have another Uber?" And they said, oh, "We'll bring you a bus for the same price." So they all joined. God is not scrimpy when it comes to his traveling companions. Wow. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Anybody who comes along with him, it's not, he's not stingy with you.
4: He's the silver and the gold belong to the Lord. Yeah. Those who work in the house of the Lord, who do things with
3: their heart, maximize the Sunday usage, join subdivisions, they are blessed. I would say he doesn't skim. It's smooth sailing all the way with the God of the angels' arms. Hallelujah. I don't want to keep going, but I can read and finish it. Verse 11. Verse 11. Verse 11. Is that? Clap for the Lord Jesus.
4: Yeah. Maybe for verse 11 is there, isn't there? It's up to 10. They compressed it. But it's up to how many verses? 12, yeah. So how come they said, ah, everything from
3: 9 to 12 is this? Clap clap again. Clap again for Jesus. Now, so we've talked about how to maximize the Sunday usage, how to join the groups. We talked about how to benefit from the shepherd's rod and staff in the church. Today, I'm going to ask you to think about how others can benefit from you. My message is called Others. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Others. 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 Someone say Others. Others. So, so far, you benefited. You are the one that the Lord is not going to be scrimped. The Lord's not going to be stingy. The Lord is going to make you proof when they return, they will see the difference between those who serve and those who don't serve God. Yeah, there's a difference. There will be a difference. Always. Casey, say amen. There will be a difference. A difference in your children. A difference in your life. A difference in your health. A difference in favors done. Because you're a traveling companion. You're going where God is going. You're doing what God is doing. Others 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 chapter 2 reading from verse 1 philippians philippians chapter 2 from verse number one hallelujah philippians chapter 2 from verse number one give me new living new living translation if there is any encouragement from belonging to christ are you encouraged belonging to christ Mm -hmm. if you believe there's any encouragement if there's any comfort from his love, have you experienced the love of God? If you've been comforted, comforted, encouraged by coming, you've been blessed. If there has been any fellowship together with the Spirit, since you came, you've received the Spirit of God. You are not the same. You've been anointed. You speak in tongues. The Spirit of God has made you another man. If all this you say is true, unless you are a fake Christian, in other words if you are truly a christian you have benefited from the encouragement of belonging to christ the comfort of experiencing his love the
4: fellowshipping together with the spirit then are your hearts tender and compassionate Cheryl, or you've enjoyed it just so that you will have birthdays for your children no 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 let's be serious it's a question
3: If you've enjoyed the encouragement, you've enjoyed his love, you've enjoyed fellowship of the Holy Spirit, the fellowship and the grace of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Every day you say it. Well, then the next real question, are your hearts become tender and compassionate towards others? Or are you selfish and expecting more encouragement, more comfort, more love? who has benefited from all these that you have experienced bible says that comfort others by the same comfort where it is, wherein you yourself were comforted amen are your hearts tender and compassionate then verse 2 watch this then if that's the case then make me truly happy by agreeing whole with each other loving one another Working together with one mind and one purpose. If you are a true believer and you've experienced all these blessings from God. Then verse 3. Watch this. Verse 3. Don't be selfish. Tell somebody, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Thinking of others as better than yourself. Think
4: of others. Think of others. Mm -hmm. Think of others as
3: better, more deserving than yourself. What he didn't do well, you didn't do well, they should do better. Your children didn't do as well, ha, help them, their children to do better. You didn't rise as fast, you can help them to rise. Verse 4, watch it. Others, others. Don't look out only for your own interest, but take an interest in what others too. My message is entitled Others. Tell somebody, Others. Tell somebody, Others. Others. Others.
4: Others. Others. You know, many people are very selfish, ishing about self.
3: Many people are selfish, self centered, centered
4: on self. Yeah. Self-centered and self-what? Self-aggrandizing. Self-serving. Self-what? Self-interest. Self-interested.
3: Believe me, if there's any any, any religion that was born based on others, it's Christianity. Christianity was based on others. Jesus Christ came for others. He was cool. Where he, he, he is, that's where he came to get us to be. In my father's house, I have many mansions already. But he came to the earth and said, "The son of man has no place to lay that they said."
4: Yeah. That is what Christianity is about, and that's how Christianity started, and that's how it should be.
3: If there's a religion, that if it's a religion, that's why I mean Christianity is a relationship, because it's about others. In other words, if there are no others, there is no Christianity. To the point where God says, don't say you love me. You are a liar if you can't prove that you love others. I mean, can you imagine that? God is amazing. I saw a certain scripture. He said that if you bring money and you are saying you are giving the money to the church, for which reason you are not holding your responsibility towards your mother
4: and your father. You have become what you call Corban. It's Corban. He said, I don't want it. Corbin says you shirked your responsibilities of taking care of your mother and you trained to
3: take care of me. Where's your love? It's about others. Don't look out only for their own interest. Look, since I started this church, I've taken care of all of you by the grace of God
4: and more. Even people who are insulting me, I still take care of you. It's true. I spend more money on the church. Than I spent, I believe, on myself by the grace of God. It's true. It is about others. Look at this scripture, Mark seven eleven. If a, you say,
3: if a man say to his father or mother, it is and that is to say, a gift, by whatever you you might profited of me, he shall be free. But verse eleven says, verse twelve says, no, it's not true. And you suffer him no more to do for his father and his mother. And verse 13. Making the word of God of none effect through your traditions, which you have delivered, and many such things you do. God says,
4: you say you are bringing to me, but you haven't taken care of that mother. Stop it. Be responsible. Amen. So look not everyone on his own
3: things, but look every man on the things of others. Christianity is about others. John 3.16, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes, anybody, I don't know you, but if you do, you can have everlasting life. That's Christianity. That's Christianity. Ever since you became born again, who has benefited from you? Who has benefited from you? You know, the
4: message of others is, the message of others is, others exist. Others exist. Others exist. If I went and that my child came to ask me about that land, I told the person, I told my son, I have other signs, you know. I did. Others exist. Then the second one, the message of others is, Our
3: minds must be on others as well. Be aware that others exist. Number two, be aware that your mind must be on others.
4: The message of others is we are to spend our lives for others as well. You know, there's a reason why, have you seen your eyes before? I haven't.
3: But you know how other people's eyes are seen. When they are, most of the time, when you look into somebody's eyes, you see their emotions. You can see through somebody by looking at their eyes. And God gave you eyes to see how people are feeling, but not yourself.
4: He gave you an internal feeling, but He gave you eyes to see others. Others. There's a reason why you need to see others. Think about others. Think about others. Gabrielle think about you. I pray for you. I pray for you. Camille, I do. Joyce, I prayed for you yesterday. By the grace of God, But it is about others. The
3: message of others is we must live for others. The next one, the message of others is we must serve others. Jesus Christ served the disciples. I said, the disciples said, no, why? We should serve. He said, no, sit down. He put a towel on his waist, washed their feet, and wiped them, served them. The message of others, number six, we must lay our lives down for others. And finally, number seven, the message of others is we must all use all the blessings God has given us to also care for
4: others. Who has benefited from your blessing, from your job? Who has benefited from your money? Spencer, who has benefited from your
3: Christianity? Rashad, who has benefited from the messages that you've heard here? Practically, what do we mean? Number one, others need Christ. Others. Four things you must remember about others. Number one, others need Christ. Others need Christ. John chapter 4, from verse 25. You know the woman at the well? the samaritan woman woman of samaria at the well, he answered he was going to fetch water there and then jesus appeared and jesus asked me give me of your water and it became a little discussion and then jesus christ said the woman said oh i mean yeah no i have i don't have it says and then the, one, the woman at the end of the jesus christ said look if you knew who was asking you to give him water you would have given you would have asked me and i'll give you what is that when you drink you'll never thirst again and then the woman started asking ah but well what where, where where is your whatever that you drink from this uh, well and all kinds of things but listen from verse number 25 the woman said the woman said to jesus i know that you are the, the messiah comes which is called christ when he is come he will tell us all things then jesus said unto
4: her I that speak unto thee, I am he. I am he. Caden, he told the woman, I am
3: the Jesus. When the woman finally said, wow, you, am, you must be the Messiah, the, Jesus told him, look, let me tell you about you. And said, look, I know a lot about you. You have been married. He said, are you married? The woman said, no. Yeah, it's true. You told tell the, tell the truth. You have been with five women. And even the one you are with is not your husband. The woman was shocked. Who is this? Who tells me everything that I have? You know what the woman did? That was the first day he learned about Christ. Do you know what she did? The Bible says, and upon this came his disciples. And then they wondered why he was talking to this woman. Now, the woman left her water port and went her way into the city and said to the man, Come see a man which told me all the things that I ever did. Is this not the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came to him. And the Bible says, when they had heard, they said, Now we believe, not because of you telling us, but now we have heard from the man. He said, Clap for Jesus. <laughs> Others need Christ. Others really need Christ. No one person deserves, none of us deserves to hear another message
4: After message upon message you've heard when others have not even heard it once. Others need Christ! You know, yesterday I was discussing something with my son and my
3: daughter in the room. We had a long discussion and I said sin was not part of God's plan. You know, God never planned for sin. He planned for everything In the world but not sin he never thought sin would come he never made provision for it so he was shocked for the first time god was shocked stood adam and eve what is this that you've done what is this you've done they had to be out of the garden since that time god has been plotting and trying different methods of restoring people who have been corrupted by sin the sin is the problem is the problem the world changed because of sin you and i were supposed to be in the garden you are not supposed to be wearing clothes. Spencer, this suit is overrated. You're supposed to come naked and sit by Auntie Auntie Casey naked and not feel any feelings. Yeah. God made it such that you should have no knowledge of good and evil. Whatever you do, it's my responsibility. It's not your responsibility. They are my children. Allow them to be. They should just eat in the garden, name the animal, and enjoy. that's how god made it you are not supposed to what you're doing is illegal spiritually illegal wearing clothes spiritually you are illegal you see how illegal the day you die you will not carry clothes it's illegal spiritual actually you're supposed to remove your clothes don't do it don't do it because we're already in the world it's illegal it's illegal anytime you wear clothes in the morning you see the place that god speaks to me the most is under the shower
4: Stop thinking. Don't come into my shower. It's true. Sin was not planned. Satan corrupted us. Since then,
3: God is trying to restore. He tried commandments. He tried judges. He tried prophets, priests. He tried sacrifices of bulls. Everything in love so that we can come back to him. He realized everything was not working. They killed the prophets, they stoned them, everything. He had to send his own son, his own son, to shed his blood. Because without the redemption, the shedding of blood, there's no redemption. So that's, he's working on sin. The whole project of this earth is working against sin. That's all God is doing. Everything is going to reverse back to the beginning. This is just a waste of time. Satan just came to waste God's time. All the living here we have now is a waste of time just to restore many people without sin to God. And so that God will start again, will bring the new Jerusalem again without sin. That's why in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22 down, he said, when he comes, the people that belong to his church, they are the innumerable company of angels. They are the, uh, um, what? The, 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 the God, the righteous judge, the blood of the sprinkling, the church of the assembly of the firstborn, whose names are written in heaven and the spirit of just men made perfect already. People need Christ to be converted from their corrupt nature away from sin so that Christ can receive them. That's what you have. The blood of Jesus Christ, the message of Christ. And God has committed unto us the ministry of reconciliation so that many more, Gabby, there are so many people in your class that need Christ. At your workplace, like your sister you brought, that you are doing exactly the right thing. So, like this is our souling Sunday that we're going to have on Easter. Everybody, do you have the com- covenant sheet? Mas- you must pledge to bring at least five people to Christ. Usually, you speak to five, and three make it. No problem. Others need Christ. That is why God, in the Luke chapter 15, he said, He rejoiced when. The pastor or shepherd, he left the 99 and went for the one. Because others need Christ. Joy. Others need Christ. Others need Christ. And the woman of Samaria, he didn't know any scriptures except he had met Jesus. He had just a testimony. He used that to move men. The man knew him. The woman was servicing the men. He'd married five times. I mean, that's married. Those he didn't marry, we didn't know. It didn't count. Yeah. And how do I know there were some he didn't marry? Because the guy he was with, he hadn't married. He had married five of them when he thought they were delicious. So, how many did he test? Did she test? And he was testing out this guy. But he went to all the sample space and brought them to Jesus. Come. You all, I know you. You've been sleeping with me. I know you need Christ. Come to Jesus. That was Jesus. Others need Christ. Clap for Jesus. Others need Christ. It was because I knew others need Christ. That's why when I came to Memphis, I didn't think just about my medicine. I thought about you. I used my house. We didn't have chairs, but I just opened it up. I didn't know, a teacher came there. I didn't know she was a thief. Or in other words, I didn't know whether she was a thief because I do not even know whether she stole anything. She, only she knows. Patricia, did you steal anything from my house? Because she was one of the first people, Casey, you too. You, you, I hope you didn't steal
4: anything from... I, I, she entered my house without me knowing her. What they stole, I don't know.
3: But others need Christ. Clap for Jesus. Number two. Others, others need a shepherd. Not just you.
4: Others need a shepherd. I think I've not done badly shepherding you. Thank you, Amina. Others need shepherd
3: others need a shepherd john chapter 10 verse 16 the bible says there that other sheep i have jesus said other sheep i have which are not of this fold they also i must bring and they shall hear my voice and there shall be one fold and one shepherd anytime you shepherd with a sheep like me i'm the shepherd you the sheep. Oh, your basenta leader is a shepherd. You are, there are others who need a shepherd like your basenta leader. There are others who need a shepherd like me. There are others who need a shepherd like Bishop Dag. That's why we have flow at seven. How many people were at flow at seven today? Clap for the Lord. Wow. Give me a wave. Give me a wave. You joined the flow at seven. Beautiful. What was the message? What was the message? Um, who remembers the message? Tell me.
4: praying for help praying that god will help
3: us he will send help and then the message that was preached was the person x church how you must relate with persons you don't know others that's a, a the message on others the person x oriented church yeah regardless of how they look whether you know them or you don't know them most of the people I relate with after church are not people like Rosemary and Casey, who has been to my house and they've eaten my food and stolen things from there. No. Spencer, who has, I don't know what but you
4: hear. That. But people I don't know. Those are the people I go for first. Others need a shepherd. Others need a shepherd. A shepherd guides. Amen. Others need a shepherd. Others need
3: a shepherd. Not only me. The Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. They need God to shepherd them. God to guide them. Many people are confused. Many people are frustrated. Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 9 from verse 35 down. The Bible says he went ahead in in the villages preaching and healing and all that. And when he saw that they were all. And Jesus went about healing and people. Then verse 36. Watch this. Give me, either, give me um, the amplifier. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion. Yeah. Matthew 9.36. When he saw the throngs, he was moved with pity and sympathy for them because they were bewildered, harassed, distressed, dejected, helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Look, many confident people are confused. They just have to look confident. When you go deep into them, there's a lot of garbage, baggage, confusion, issues. They need a shepherd to lay hands. They need an anointing to break the yoke. They need direction. They need somebody to tell them this is what the Bible says. They need somebody to tell tell them it's going to be all right. They need somebody who doesn't even have a solution but has love. Just somebody. Sometimes when you are in a problem you are crying, somebody looks
4: into your eyes and it's going to be okay. Your tears dry out. Others need a shepherd. Others need to be cared for. Many are harassed, distressed, dejected, helpless.
3: Helpless. Sometimes you come and you are encouraged, strengthened to do more, to do better. That is why if you come selfish, not thinking about others, you come to church. You've done well because we've realized
4: maximized Sunday usage. But where's the maximization? For yourself only? Yeah, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. But what about others? My parents,
3: bless their hearts. Sometimes in my house, I didn't know who was my brother, who was not. A lot of people came and lived in our house. They still call me brother. I didn't know they were not biological. My house was like a hotel. Yeah, because of that, I've made my house also like a hotel. Almost everybody here has come to my house before. Again, I don't know what you stole. <laughs> <laughs> but I will invite you again. One person, when he came, he was crying. He said, I've never, he, no
4: pastor has invited me to his house before. Some of you have had lunch with you. Lunch with pastor. Do you remember? Yeah. That's lunch you. And some of you, I'm going to have lunch with you. Yeah. Shepherd. It's just to show love. What did I get from you? Some, sometimes
3: you even say, ah, Pastor, he just bought lunch. He didn't even buy a drink. Actually, that's my, that's my thank you. But I invite you again. This time I go and I bring you a drink without food.
4: And that one too is a problem. Others need a shepherd. Others need guidance. Others need encouragement. Others need fathering. There are many single parents in this church.
3: Yeah. Sometimes I, brought, I, called one of, I called one of the mothers, please bring your daughter, bring your son. And I took the child in there. Many times I said that. I said, never say
4: to anybody, you don't, you don't know your father. I'm your father. Say it to me, I'm your father. Call me daddy. You, don't, you are not a single child. I'm your daddy. Yeah. When it comes to school, I've had to sometimes buy ACT books for people to study and study with them, teach them homework. I said, daddy, because it could have been me, it could have been my children. Some of the people, men, women, it's not their
3: fault. It's just irresponsible men that just wanted, they didn't want children, they wanted
4: their sperm spilled all around the place. And they found you, you give them a receptor. No. How many people have you fathered? Have you even come? Let me show you how to drive. Have you bought clothes? to say.
3: Have you sent a text that it is well? That's shepherding. That's care. That's love. How many people have benefited from your smile? How many people? Some of you go to Some of you must come to church with groceries to
4: give to others. Others. That's it. You think shepherding is just me? I'm representing God. You can represent God too. Others need shepherding. Others need
3: support, harassed, distressed, dejected. Others need comforting words. Sometimes others need to hear you sing. Sometimes, Do you think that I, the dancing that I jump and I dance is because of you? David danced and his wife dared to say, why were you dancing before your church members? David says, I will even become more base for them. Some, some of you, it's my dance that excites you. And then it makes you alert. And then you sit down and hear from God. Dancing stars, they do a lot to cheer you up. So we finish, and by the time we are leaving, the dancing stars are here to encourage you, to bless you. Their their activity or the singing is supposed to just give you something to encourage you. That is not bad after all. Others need shepherds. Clap for Jesus. Others, number three, others must hear the message. Others must hear the message. Luke chapter 4, verse 43. And he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities
4: also, for therefore am I sent. Others must hear the message. Today I'm going to launch this book. Who is he that overcometh the world? I would say this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. 1 John 5, 4. It teaches you how to overcome the world. We're going to launch it. Others need such messages. People need message about others. Let me tell you something that you don't know. It's more blessed to give than to receive. The happiest people on earth are not the people who have, but the people who give. You watch it. Have everything the world can give and don't have a relationship with others you
3: will never be happy most the most happiness you can get at a certain point if you work hard enough you have everything you want right now i have um um, a car there's air conditioner in my car the windows are
4: working i have a bed in my house i have at least a corner that i can sleep i have a shirt i have pants i have shoes i have socks What? I have food. Last week, so my wife's not, some people brought me food. So, even if I don't have, I have food. So, what else do you need? Okay, by the grace of God, I have a family, too. So, at a certain point, what else?
3: That's why people retire. People who retire, almost all of them, retirees, they die within two years. 50% of retirees die. Yeah, that's a statistic. Go and look it anywhere. Why? They stop thinking about others. No purpose. They stop working for others. It's all about them now. They don't survive. Believe me, if the world was made with you alone as an islander, king of kings, lord of lords, woman of women, man of mans, you will not survive it. Depression kills faster than heart attack. Depression kills faster. Depression does not only Mobilize others to kill you, it makes you kill yourself faster than others will kill you. And depression is actually a matter of loneliness. The selfish life is a loneliness life. The selfish life is a lonely life. The selfish life is an unfulfilled life. The selfish life is a dark life. There's no light. There's no light. Have you given something? One day I give $20. To a beggar that literally chased my car like a police car. Yeah, just to say thank you and showering praise and worship on me. Oh, may the Lord bless you. Running like a police car. I was trying to flee
4: so that I don't get a ticket.
5: <laughs>
4: but that gave me joy. So this time, since I saw that,
3: when I'm walking, I change $20 notes into my car. Don't pretend you're a beggar anywhere. I will notice you because I realize that if somebody needs money, it's not the beggar that needs my $1. If Gabrielle asked me for money, I should give her $1 and give the
4: beggar $20 because she has a home, has parents, is has going to school. Others, others need to be preached to, need a message, need an encouragement. Others, believe me, your best
3: life starts when you think about others your best life in the church is when you minister to others when you minister to others your best life you know is more blessed i am happier than you because i'm the one preaching yeah i'm the one giving
4: i am more youthful the more i told somebody it's more it's better to be tired than to be hungry so when i work and i'm tired i'm happy I rather, and God will bless me and replenish me. The sleep
3: of a laboring man is sweet. That's what the Bible says. You don't work for anybody. You just
4: sit at home. You'll be depressed, obese, sleepy, and poor. All of the poor, what you do is, even in your
3: workplace, when you think about others before your money, you, you get promotion better. Others need the message. Others need the loyalty we preach, the forgiveness we preach, the love we preach. Others need the maximized Sunday usage. Somebody needs it. Finally, others have issues. Others have issues. Philippians 2.4, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the
4: things of others. It's like if you're okay, everybody's okay. It's not true. It's not. Everybody is not okay. Everybody
3: is not okay. Some of you, I don't know where you're from. Many of you are not from
4: the United States of America. You just entered my country. (laughs) Yeah. And there were many people who helped you to come. Some of you have not even
3: turned to give anybody anything. It's true. Others have issues. Some of you, it's not only different nationalities. Ever since you started, even your
4: parents, you have not helped them. When I see Victoria and mother, I just remember my mother. And I cry, but my mother is dead. How I would have spoiled her, spoiled her, rotten. One day, she came to visit me in America. And we missed our flight in New York. She told me. You spent, we went to Atlanta, we went to all of New York, we went to
3: all of um, um, Georgia Atlanta aquarium everywhere. We went finally settled in New York and I was supposed to come and preach. We set off Saturday night and we missed our flight. They're going to hotel after hotel. Then it was the last flight, so it was my first flight to come and preach to you. Would be in the morning. My mother
4: told me, I said, Mom, let's go and book a hotel and sleep overnight in the morning. She said, no. I said, what? You spent a lot of money on me, anti aquarium, um, UN offices,
3: World Trade Center then, everything. And I should let you spend another more money to book a hotel for just, we're going to be sleeping there for only five hours, because it was late. We'll come here first flight to get to church. She said that she'll sleep at the airport. I said, mom, you're not going to sleep at the airport. She pulled off her clothes, spread it on the (laughs) thing. She lay down. She said, Kojo, go. You've done enough for me. If I die today,
4: you've done more than enough. I said, Mama, I've not done enough. You didn't let me sleep outside ever. And I told her, you know you're discussing my mother, not your mother. I told my mother,
3: this is not your mother we are discussing. It's my mother. Let me make my decision for my mother. When you find your mother, make that decision for her. Yeah. Yeah. Clap for the Lord Jesus. And with that, she looked into my face. She held my hand. She said, let's go.
4: We took her to the hotel. Nice, cozy place. She slept. She blessed me. That was the last year I found her. I didn't know she was dying. others hallelujah others you never know you may not meet anybody again i decide to pass through this world but once
3: any good therefore that i can do or any kindness that i can show to any creature let me not defer it nor neglect for i shall not pass through this world
4: again others need christ Others need a shepherd. Others have issues. Others need the messages we are hearing. May this church
3: be too small for us because we are not selfish people. I challenge you this Swollen Sunday, let it be the beginning of your
4: action package about others. Don't dare come to this church without anybody. Otherwise, you are selfish. You are not like Christ. A Christian does not do it. Christian does not allow people to go to hell. Try, do your best, and leave the rest to God. The message of others is a message about Christ and his nature. Put your hands together, rise to your feet. Hallelujah. Now, Put your heart on your hand, I and mean, put your hand on your heart, and tell the Lord I repent my selfishness. In other words, I
3: repent that I have not been a Christian, I have not behaved like you. You know, even the flow church this morning, we we're about thirty-seven people on the flow church, and I wondered, couldn't the other people call their friends to join? Can't you call your friends to join Sunday morning at seven? Now we call it. Um, um, 7-11 yeah join the 7-11 operation 7-11 do you know 7-11 7 a.m. for bishop service on zoom 11 a.m. for in person right here club for Jesus someone say 7-11 7-11 is happening Sunday 7-11 so you wake up at 7 and you join the zoom after that it's only for two hours prayer and preaching And let your friends link in. And then at 11, we come here in person. Someone says 7-11. See you on Sunday for that. Love for Jesus. Now, put your hand on your heart. And tell the Lord, help me to be like Christ. To think about others. Other souls. Other people with issues. Other people who need Christ. Other people who need a shepherd. I will share my shepherd with them. I will share my Christ with them i will share their issues i will share everything with them so that i'll be like christ now with all eyes closed if you're here you need jesus christ you need to be born again you want to give your life to jesus you want to surrender you think about it and you realize look i've been going to church but i have no relationship with christ but i want to make it work I want to i want to correct it i want to make it good this is your opportunity is there anybody here? it doesn't matter how long you've been coming to church if you want to give your life together for real today lift up your right hand wherever you are and i'll pray with you thank you jesus lift your high, uh, hands let's pray do you know what this means this means that we are our selfishness is a lot it means everybody's here has been here We didn't invite anybody we didn't bring it's a message maybe god made it this way if i had preached this message last week you wouldn't see it because a lot of people were here so today they can't say that they've not been here before but this tells you that then truly it's the case think about others not only in the context of the gospel but in your life as well and let god bless you father bless your people honor your people and make us selfless less of self and more of others just like you have said so that will be like jesus christ, christ jesus christ may this church be a person ex oriented church people loving church not just god loving which means nothing many times by our actions but god loving that spills over to people loving proven by people lovers next week and the week that is coming bless everyone so that we will come our cast full of friends, loved ones, strangers who need to, to have Christ, who need to hear the message, who need to hear and get the support we have, who have issues that need support. Help your people, help your church, forgive us, and let the love of God be shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Amen.
0: Wow, weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.